Thank you for listening to the Convergence Podcast. We pray that God speaks to you during this message and that he moves in your life. All right, good morning, Convergence family. Here we are again online, and um, so glad you can join us this morning. Got something that's really kind of burning in my heart, um, and I just want to say that we're, we're here uh, and we're, we're live so our worship, we were just experiencing um, the worship here this morning, and I was thinking about you all, and I was, wow, it's like, ah, you wish you guys could all be here uh, and just feel the impact and the anointing. The Spirit of God is, is in this place, and I believe that the Spirit of God is in the place where you are, and that there'll be levels of presence and increase that you feel the embrace of the Father, and you feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We just want to release that into every home, into every place where people are viewing uh, the service right now, whether it's here in the you know, Silicon Valley or all over the world. And we just, uh, we just say blessings on you guys. And safety and healing in the name of Jesus. And we're so grateful that we get to come to you online today. Today we have, again... Uh, the family is with us today, and so uh, so grateful for all these guys. And um, afterwards, we're going to be having a uh, an Instagram, I think, live session, Facebook Live. And so we're going to take maybe 15 minutes, uh, 10 or 15 minutes, and just talk about what we feel like God's saying and just giving some input. Um, Pastor Wendy will we'll share a few uh, scripture verses that, is, that the Lord has really laid in our hearts. So really just want to encourage you guys to stay, to stay with us along those lines. And, um, and God has got some great things in store for us. All right, let's just take a moment. I want to pray and I want to invite the Holy Spirit uh, even more into this place. Father, thank you that you're with us. That you will never leave us or forsake us. Thank you that the word of God says that we are more than conquerors. Thank you, Lord God, that your word says no weapon formed against us prospers. Thank you, Lord, that you have promised a future and a hope for those who are walking with you. Lord, I pray in the next few moments that I have, God, I pray that you would anoint your word. Lord, I pray, God, that the words that come out of my mouth will be your words, not just my words. Let, let it ride on the spirit of the living God. And we just thank you for our Convergence family and our friends all over the place. Bless this time in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen and amen. Well, we're, I think we're in our, our third week. Um, I, I, I don't even remember so much. So much takes place um, each and every week. So many changes are taking place each and every week. I don't know if this is our second week or our third week. I think it's our third week. This is our second or third week, on, third week online. And, um, and I, I just felt for me personally, you know, the first two weeks was, was such a, um, just a, sh- a shock and a change for so many of us, right? So, so many of us. Um, we're not going into our workplaces. We're, there's so much transition taking place. And I felt like this week, I, I don't know, we, 
we're settling in, and I don't know how else to explain it. It's like we're, we, it's becoming a little bit normal, um, and in this transition that we're from the, sh- like the shock and awe of everything to now we're, we're making these adjustments, um, we, we are settling in, we're kind of doing life uh, with the shelter in place. And I'm, I'm trusting that you guys are keeping yourself uh, safe and praying that all of you are, are healthy. And, um, and so as we make this, as we're making this transition and as we're, we're, we're moving from this, you know, two week, oh my goodness, what's going on into this, these adjustments that we're making. Um, I, I just, I just feel like, um, you know, initially there was a lot of, and there might still be a lot of, um, a lot of fear, a lot of, like what's going on? I know that a lot of people were uh, sharing on social media um, around the fear factor, and we we even talked extensively out of um, I think it's Second Timothy that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And so I think our first reaction is become we become fearful, and I think that's a God ordained thing. It's like I think fear in in that respect, just like. Um, but we can't dwell there. We have to, if, if, I think there's like the fear that God has put inside of us, the fear of God, all those kinds of things, but, but we, we can't move into the spirit of fear where this thing is intense and it's gnawing on us. And I think that we're born for challenges. I think we're born for such a time as this. I, I feel like um, the Lord wanted me to revisit several passages this morning. Namely, um, I want to land in Numbers 16, but I, I want to start with Matthew chapter 16. And f- for some of you, might not, you know, you're going to see this word ecclesia, hear this word ecclesia a lot. And, um, and you might not know what that means. And I don't want to take all the time and talk about it, but I do want to highlight that because that's part of our, the language that we carry, that's our culture. And so let me read to you out of Matthew chapter 16. If you have your Bibles, you can go there. Um, I'll be reading out of the NIV, verse 15. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered and says, you are the Messiah, or you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And there, the word church is not a a building. Actually, Jesus uses the word meaning ecclesia. And then he says, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Will not overcome it. And the Ecclesia in the Passion Translation actually is the only translation that actually gets it right in terms of like putting it in print. And that is the Ecclesia is the legislative assembly. It's, we're called to not just, and I love gathering, but we're called to legislate heaven to earth. That's what Jesus was saying. He says, you see these gates? You know, he's in the most demonically, demonically infested region, and he says, you, you, you see these gates that are in front of us, the gates of Hades, 
I want to proclaim something to you, that you are ecclesia. You are my legislative assembly. You are the ones who are to bring heaven to earth, and the gate, these gates that are standing before us shall not um, shall be overcome by the ecclesia. In verse 19, it says, And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I, I feel right now that we are in a prophetic moment. I, I feel like we need to remain safe. I believe that we need to continue in places in wisdom and, and staying healthy, but we, we need to move and like turn the corner and really begin to function even more so as the ecclesia, God's legislative assembly. That he has given us the keys of the kingdom to bind and loose uh, and bring heaven to earth. And so we need to be men and women, young people, children who pray, who believe, who say no to this virus, this pandemic, where the nations are, you know, shutting everything down, that we are called, we are born again to move into this place of rising up in our authority, going low in humility, rising up in our authority, and moving forward and actually, um, and actually conquering and delivering and praying into the end of this virus. I, I hope you're all feeling the same way as I'm feeling. I, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, gates, gates are, are they open to, to bring things in and, and we have access into the gates. I feel like this COVID-19 is a gate that has actually been opened to the nations. And it's like, th this gate is open and it's our responsibility as Christ's ecclesia to shut that gate down. I was, I know I said last week um, or whatever, two weeks ago, that we, are, we spent um, a lot of time watching Lord of the Rings. And we have the extended versions, if you believe it. I mean, those are long movies, I'm just telling you. Uh, and, but the picture came to my mind is when, when Gandalf, you know, he takes that, he takes his staff and he slams it on that bridge and he looks at Shadow, which is a, a demon that's coming towards him. And he says, you know, you shall not pass. And, and I feel like, um, and then he says, go back to the shadows. You know, at, I don't know, maybe it's quite not like that or whatever, but go back to the shadows. And it's almost like the ecclesia needs to rise up, put the staff that God has given us put it down and just make this declaration, you shall not pass. Go back to the shadows. Go back to where you came from. As the body of Christ rises up out of this place of like not, not cowering to fear, but actually having this boldness that rises up inside of us that says, no, you shall not pass. And of course, Everyone else is freaking out. Gandalf, what are you doing? You know, everyone's like, no, no, come back, come back. And some people aren't going to quite understand our position. They think that church is a place where we just gather and we don't make any impact. I'm telling you, we're salt and we're light and we actually have authority. It's been given to us by Jesus. We co-labor with him and it's time for us to pray and intercede like we never have before. That we are the solution 
for what's actually going on. And if you're in your rooms, in your houses, just say a real loud amen. Amen? amen. All right. And then I just want to point you to a couple scriptures. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and 3. It says, Arise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. The glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. That is what's happening today. Darkness has covered the earth. People are in a place of a panic. And it says that, but the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. The Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. This is an Old Testament revelation, right? This is coming out of the book of Isaiah, even more so for New Testament believers like you and me. And then it says in verse 3, nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. I I just feel like the Lord wants us to be reminded again. I mean, this is just kind of like a prophetic exhortation this morning that let's let's rise up even more so. The, The anointing of the Lord is on us and let's be light to the nations. Also, the Lord directed me to, I feel like, um, Haggai chapter 1, uh, verse 14, and Haggai chapter 2, 9 through 14 are key verses for us. And I just want to read Haggai chapter 1, verse 14. I feel like the Lord is wanting to stir our spirits. And I don't know how else, it, it, to stir us up, to, to, to stand into that place and and rally around and do what we're born to do. And it says here in verse 14, so the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, man, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of of all the remnant of the people. The Lord stirs up the spirit of the governor. The Lord stirs up the spirit of the one who's governing, so the government, the governmental structure. He's he's stirring up the spirit of Joshua, who was the high priest or the priesthood, the believers, and the spirit of all the remnant of God's people. I feel like we're in this season where, where the Lord is wanting to stir up the zeal in our hearts for him and the advancement of the gospel to the nations. Haggai chapter 2, 9 through 14. Here's another word of encouragement. I just encourage you guys to study this this week in your own time with the Lord. But it says here, yet be strong, Zerubbabel. I'm probably not Zerubbabel, but you know you know how I am with, anyway. Says the Lord, and be strong. Joshua, and be strong, all the people of the land, says the Lord, and work for I am with you. Let's all say it together. For I am with you, says the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted with you. When you come out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. For my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. I just want you to know, we might be quarantined, but the Lord isn't. 
We might be quarantined, but the Lord isn't. And our intercession releases, I don't know, if that's probably not a good word, but moves the hand of God in the nations in, in fighting this virus and bringing hope to people. He says in verse 6, For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more, it is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land, and I will shake all nations, and they will come to the desire of all nations. That's Jesus. And I will fill this temple with glory. In the middle of the shaking, the Father wants Jesus to be magnified and glorified. And in the middle of the shaking, I believe that the Lord is going to be filling the temple with his glory. The presence of the Lord will cover the earth. And we are believing God for a revival in the middle of all this. Verse 8, the silver is mine. The gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace. I will give not only peace, but his word promises us in Isaiah 26.3 that he will give us perfect peace. So we just want to stand on that word. And then I want to drop into Numbers chapter 16. And hopefully... I'll read this passage and just land the plane, all right? So that's what I'm, I'm praying that I can land this plane. Number 16. And I want us to, to look at verses 42 through 50. Now, I just want to set the scene and, and you know, Korah um, was a Levite and he rises up against Moses and against Aaron and he tries to assume authority that was not given to him and there's this standoff that takes place and the ground opens up and, and Korah is swallowed up. Uh, him and his family, they're all swallowed up and the, the, the Lord establishes the priesthood. So we have Moses and we have Aaron. And then, <clears throat> believe it or not, the people of God that actually see all this take place, they still grumble against the Lord and it kind of sets the scene for what takes place in number 16. So it says in verse 42, but when the assembly gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron and turned toward the tent of meeting, suddenly the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron went to the front of the tent of meeting and the Lord said to Moses, Get away from this assembly so I can put an end to them at once. And Moses and Aaron fell face down. They went low and they began to intercede. Verse 46. Then Moses said to Aaron, take your censer and put incense on it. Along with burning coals from the altar and hurry to the assembly to make atonement for them. Wrath has come out from the Lord. The plague has started. So Aaron did as Moses said, and he ran into the midst of the assembly. The plague had already started among the people, but Aaron offered the incense and made atonement for them. Verse 48. 
He stood between the living and the dead, and the plague stopped. He stood between the living and the dead, and the plague stopped. What was the censer? What was the coals? What was the incense? It says in Scripture that that is the the prayers or the intercession on behalf of people. The incense, the coals are the prayers of the saints. Verse 49, but 14,700 people died from the plague in addition to those who had died because of Korah. And Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meetings for the plague had stopped. I'm telling you that, that we are, this is an Old Testament revelation of, of the high priest going into the midst of the assembly and bringing with him the, in, the censer and the, the coals and the incense, which is symbolic of intercession, and he actually runs into the plague. He actually, I mean, priests shouldn't even be around dead people, according to the law. Moses sends Aaron into the plague with intercession, and the result is that the plague ends. And I want us to connect something that I think is real important for us. First Peter tells us that we are a royal priesthood, that we are a holy nation, that as sons and daughters of the living God, the priesthood that God has called us to, that we actually take the censer, the coals, the incense of our intercession, and we go to, we move away from the sidelines and we get into the front lines of what's taking place with our intercession. I'm not advocating running out somewhere and getting involved in the middle of, I'm just saying that I'm, t- I'm telling you in the spirit that we need to head, we need to uh, not cower back in fear, but we need to take that huge step forward in intercession, rise up in our authority as ecclesia, and put an end to this plague. I really believe that we are the salt of the earth. I really believe we're the light. I, I believe that we can have an impact in nations. Can you imagine that if, if we just would move away from the, the sidelines, and, and even some people are saying that, that this is like a, a, a judgment of God. I, I don't even want to go there. I, what storm did Jesus ever bless? Really? Like, this is not the judgment of God. This is an opportunity for the saints of God to rise up and to legislate heaven to earth and to intercede like we've never interceded before. Like, let's do something. And I understand that we're checking the news out. I understand that we're, I understand that we're like, you know, we're, we're quarantined into our houses. I understand that there's, you know, sometimes there's fear and anxiety and all that. I just want us to, I'm not, I'm not saying that we, that, that doesn't happen to us, but I want us to take that next step forward and, and rise up and actually believe that our intercession matters, that our intercession could actually change the culture, the environment, and bring healing to the nations. I believe we're in this divine moment. I believe it's a prophetic moment. I believe that, you know, we, we're going to either choose to run away from the plague in the spirit or run to it. While initially we're all concerned, many fearful, we see in Scripture that God tells us over and over, do not fear. Do not be afraid. And we have a choice. 
Are we going to allow the gates of Hades to wreak havoc on the nations? Or are we going to go through those gates? Are we going to close those gates as first responders in the Spirit? As first responders in the Spirit. Rising up in the Spirit, are we going to rise up in the Spirit heroically? Or are we going to succumb to the Spirit of fear and fall back helplessly? I like what Andrew said, you know, it's either, you know, don't isolate, activate. And maybe he'll talk about that in a few moments. We are born, we are born for the challenges of our time. We are born for such a time as this. So I would encourage us, like, let's, let's move from the sidelines. Some of you are already on the front lines. Like, go for it. Keep going for it. Let, intensify it. Like, intense, pray in the spirit. You know, trust God, worship, all that kind of stuff. Like, let's continue to do that. I mean, there's a plague in, our, there's a plague in, 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 in people's health. There's a, there's a plague in our economy. There's a plague in governments around the world. There's all kinds of things taking place. We are the solution. You are the solution. I am the solution in the sense of we're co-laboring with Jesus so his name would be magnified. And since we're on... Uh, since we're on Lord of the Rings, I just want to bring another quote <laughs> that I feel like is just a prophetic quote for us right now. And it's this dialogue that Frodo is ha- having with Gandalf. And this is actually, I think, in the first movie, Fellowship of the Ring. And Frodo says, um, I, wish I, I wish it need not have happened in my time, said Frodo. So do I, said Gandalf. And so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. What do we do with the time that is given us? So Moses knew what he needed to do. So he says, go to the altar, get the burning coals of incense of intercession and run into the middle of the plague. Run to the plague with intercession. That is what the royal priesthood does. And the scripture says, and the plague stopped. So let's continue to pray for others. Let's pray in the spirit. Let's continue to release God's mercy. Let's be agents of reconciliation. Let's partner with heaven to bring an end to this virus, this plague, in the name of Jesus. Now, I know many of you guys are praying. I, I, I feel the prayers. I talk to people. They are praying. And I just, I, and I was also reminded, too, of in Exodus 14 when Moses is at the Red Sea. And, you know, the, um, the Lord is like, I mean, Moses is like, you know, let's wait and see the deliverance of the Lord. And then the, then the Lord um, turns to Moses In verse 15, then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the waters so that the Israelites can go through on dry dry ground. I just would encourage you, like whatever gifting that God has given you, I mean, intercession goes for everybody. We all can jump in and pray and pray in the spirit. But I would like to see us in the month of April begin as we turn the corner Begin to look for ways to minister the grace, the hope of God that he has given us. 
I mean, we have people who are sharing their faith with people. People are so wide open right now to the gospel. Never, I mean, I, I knew we turned a, a page three or four years ago in the Silicon Valley, but I, I believe in, in these times right now, people are so wide open to the gospel. And you might be leading people to Jesus on Facebook or on Instagram or through a text message or whatever. There's ways that we can reach out to people and use the gifts that God has given us. And I think the Lord is saying, like, what is in your hand? What gift or ability has God given you to use to accomplish God's purpose? So we must turn the corner and engage. Run into the plague with our incense of intercession on the burning coals of our hearts. Let the incense arise filled with trust, filled with hope, filled with joy, and filled with peace. And let's, let's begin now. I mean, we're, I think we're quarantined now or shelter in place until May 3rd. I mean, that's, I mean, today's what, the 5th? I mean, we got another almost, you know, close to 30 days. What are we going to do with the time that God has given us in this season? And I would encourage you, let's, let's advance. the. I believe that God can use this to bring revival to nations, bring revival to the, to the San Francisco Bay Area. And so I just want to close and just pray. I just want to, I want to uh, empower you. I want to exhort you to be, let's be men and women, again, young and old, to intercede, to worship, and let's believe God um, for healing to the nations, for the desire of the nations, for the desire of the nations to be magnified and glorified, and that this plague would end. Amen? So, Father, I, I thank you that you have put us, as, as it's in the book of, of Esther, for such a time as this, that you've placed us here. And Lord, I know that we're facing all kinds of different feelings and, and some of us have a lot of anxiety. I understand like the work and the economy and I understand all those kinds of things that, that are, are around us. But there is, there is this, this call as ecclesia to legislate heaven to earth. There is this call to join the great intercessor, that's Christ, to believe God, to make declarations that Lord God, you would heal our land and that the desire of the nations would be found in people's hearts. They would come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. I pray, God, that you would raise up a company that we would actually turn up the intercession and the declaration. Lord God, that we would be men and women who would actually advance and move forward into the plague, in the spirit, that we would move forward and we would be um, responding to the voice of the Father and actually bringing the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit into this arena, and we say no to this virus in the name of Jesus. We just cancel its assignment in the name of Jesus. We just declare health into every person, Lord, in the Silicon Valley, in in the United States of America, in the nations, Lord. We just pray, we partner with you. We know that that's your heart, and we want to come into agreement with your heart. I pray, God, in this next week that you would keep keep people safe, that you would keep the, this house uh, healthy in the name of Jesus. Praise God. We haven't heard of any reports from any other Convergence family um, of COVID-19. Lord God, thank you. Thank you for the, 
the blood that's applied to the doorposts of our homes and our apartments, wherever, you know, wherever we are, that, that, that thank you, Lord, for Goshen, that we're in that place of safety. Thank you, Lord, for Psalm 91, and thank you, Lord, for the shelter and the covering that we have, that you're a good father. You're a good father. You're a good father. And we thank you, Lord God. Let's legislate heaven to earth in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. Thanks again for listening. For more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to our channel. God bless.